the regime leader in another Nazi red-colored public hissy fit. You know, I think at some level this is just Biden being Biden. He's a miserable creature. His wife is a miserable creature. They're miserable people. They're not likable. They're not lovable. They're not cuddleable. They're not, they're not, oh, come here, let me just wrap you up. They're just, they're not, they're, you're not, uh, you're not, uh, you're not, you're not, you're not good. Yeah, uh, no, you stink. Don't lose sight of that some of the Biden weirdo shenanigans last night, and we'll play you the uh, the four minutes that you need to hear, uh, that some of this is just Biden being Biden. Again, he scowls, he yells, he demeans, he thinks he actually is a god. And now that he sold his soul to Satan... And he's in on the pedo sex cult of death, which which allowed him to to claim the presidency and to become the first American regime leader because he wasn't elected. He was not elected. It wasn't legal. It wasn't listed. And we're now learning about this with 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 Tuesday's Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruling, basically saying that the case that Trump made. In 2020, about what ballots, what mail-in ballots should count and which ones shouldn't, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, court two years too late, uh, too late, grudgingly basically agrees now and says, yeah, that's what the law says. Even, But short of that, though, Doug Mastriano, who's running for, pre, uh, for governor in Pennsylvania, is correct. AB, Assembly Bill 77, which is the demon font from which this Madness and this evil in Pennsylvania Springs needs to be repealed. I think he's on to something. But in watching the, the regime leader on tape delay, I didn't watch it live. I went to the Requiem All Souls Days mask, All Souls Day mass at Our Lady of the Lake last night in Manville, Louisiana, and it was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Maggie's got a couple pictures because people like them pictures. Of what uh, the catacult, uh, catacult, right? Catacult, catacult, what the catacult looked like, uh, which is basically it's it's a coffin. It's made like a coffin, and it is covered with uh, with black and there flowers. There was a skull on it. Uh, just to remember that memento mori, right? Uh, so that's where we were last night. But I want to talk about the regime leader, um, and also. I want to set you up for those of you that uh, the the few tender souls that are actually listening to your kind, humble host here today. Next hour, we're going to make some more broadcast history here on the Crusade Channel. We are going to broadcast this show on radio on the Crusade Channel or on internet radio if you're a stuck-up snob. Well, you know, I should have bought that, <laughs> that little FM transmitter. Because they did, then I could say, we're on FM. Uh, yeah, it's only 20 watts, and they can only hear it uh, a quarter of a mile away, but it is being broadcast. Um, we'll broadcast on radio, crusadechannel.com. We will broadcast that hour on TV, Roku TV, and on Crusade Channel TV. 
but because it's on Roku, then it's actually on television sets, and you can actually watch it like it's all television e e and stuff. If you have a Roku empowered television or a Roku box, search for Crusade Channel. Don't believe me? Go ahead and try it. As a matter of fact, it's still on in my queue. I saw it last night. Um, so radio, television, radio, television, shortwave radio, 5850 kilohertz if you have a shortwave radio, and then simultaneously live on Twitter. One mistake and we'll kill you, Twitter. So that will be four simultaneous streams going out to the entire human race. Anyone that wants to listen or watch should be able to find it, is the point. Uh, uh, and it's all set up for the Twitter. It's all, it's all ready to go. As a matter, we could turn it on right now if we wanted to. Uh, but we're going to we, we wanna build the drama up, if you will. All right. So I want to uh, talk about what the regime leader did last night, but but let's let, let's set a couple of things out here from the get-go. Just because these demons have this stuff teed up and they have it planned doesn't mean, A, they're going to get away with it, or B, that they're going to execute it. It still requires triggers to be pulled. Now, some of the actions may have already been taken, uh, and you can't put them back in the bag. As I said yesterday to all the Shafferites in the Crusader Stadium chat room at crusadechannel.com forward slash chat, and if you're a listening member and you want to get in on the action in the chat room, you should do so. Go join it. It's a great community in there. Crusadechannel.com forward slash chat. All the instructions to log in are at the top of that page. There's even a play button in there if you couldn't find the nine that we hid in plain sight on the homepage. I said, yes, they're going to cheat. That's what they do. They're Democrats. They've been cheating since the 1960s. Hell, they may have been cheating since Lincoln. That's the nature of balloting. That's the nature of voting. It lends itself to corruption at times. In our day and age, it's as corrupt as it's ever been. It's a joke. No one here is sanguine about what's coming up on Tuesday, nor are we naive enough to believe that the evil that walks amongst us is just going to take a butt-kicking and surrender power. Of course, sir, that's not how Moloch works. But Maggie O'Connell and uh, uh, stated the obvious, that everyone who listens to the regime leader's tirade should have the same reaction. What kind of a third world country do we live in that can't tabulate votes in a timely and efficient manner the day of the voting and report the results? Question mark. I've been voting since 1980. Turned 18 in 1980. You figure out how ancient I be up in hill. There are two instances where I can remember. Remember, remember! Two instances where we were told that the votes couldn't be tabulated or that they were tabulated wrong and then they had to be recounted. Two major instances. One was in November of 2000, Bush versus Gore. You all know what happened there. 
we actually were told that George W. Bush had won Florida and therefore the pedanty. Uh, but before we could go to bed, they went, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We found truckloads of ballots in the trunk of some broad's car. <laughs> and they actually did in Broward County. People forget this. There were like seven bags of ballots, like in mail pouches, that were found and, and, and were then transported to the tabulation. I don't want to go through this again. But if, if you want to read about it, go, go search for it. You can, you, you can ed educate yourself. Ultimately, though, Bush still was declared the winner. I forget. It, it was five, I want to say it was 548 votes or something like that. It was as close as it could. We were that close to getting Al Gore. In hindsight, it may, may not have been so bad. The second is, of course, 2020. Now, most people will not remember this, especially if there are new listeners. In August, in August, around August the 10th of 2019, when the Congress was ginning up its shampeachment 1.1.0 uh, for shattering ties with our greatest ally in the world, Ukraine, Trump on his famous call to Zelensky Axed about what was the code name of the thing? Uh, the uh, 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 not uh, Fast and Furious. Um, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember. He asked Zelensky to look into it, and he uh, because he knew that there was something to it. This is what began the Shampeachment project process. I believe that the so-called whistleblower was uh, Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman. There's no doubt in my mind that it was Vindman. And that Vindman was the one that he had the most to gain, and he hated and still hates President Donald Trump. So it was Vindman that dropped the nickel and sent the whatever to uh, pump a melon head Adam Schiff. So this is what began the champeachment process. It's, uh, this, this fabled phone call between Tr Trump and Volod uh, Volodymyr uh, Zelensky. But Pelosi... On one of her regular Thursday press conferences, now again, I just want to set this up here to give a little context to it, a little historical context of what's about what may be about to occur. In announcing the impeachment, that she was going to go ahead and push forward with it, it was Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and the rest of them were sniping at her heels and telling her that if she didn't do it, that they were going to kick her out of the speaker's position and they were going to take over. It was going to be a coup. In signing off on it, Pelosi was asked a question about getting get getting Donnie, and she rambled and waxed on, and then she dropped the bomb. He will not be waxed on, waxed on, and uh, uh, no, no, he's not gonna he's not gonna be present. Then won't be any retributions because he won't be in the he won't be he won't be in that office on January 20, 20 21, all roads lead to Putin. She dropped the bomb. And then someone asked a follow-up question. I think you still have the soundbite somewhere. Someone asked a follow-up question, and she went, all my chips are in. Yes, that's what I said. She knew the fix was in in 2019. A full year 
before the now infamous election could occur. She knew it was in. So let me say this to all of you interested parties out there that are wondering, what's TKD going to predict? What's he going to say? Give us that. Just get to the chase. Give us the punchline. Give us the end. Give us, give us the conclusion. Spoiler alert. Today is Thursday. It is customary, if you will, for the Speaker of the House of Representatives to do a press con- conference at the Capitol. She does one almost every Thursday. If she's there, there's a Thursday presser. She lays out whatever sick, twisted, macabre agenda her and her demon henchmen are going to pursue in the coming week, uh, what they've accomplished, or what they've demolished, rather, in the last week, and then she'll take a bunch of questions. She'll take questions, okay? She does it every Thursday. Almost every Thursday. If she does one today and she's asked about the elections and if she drops a Pelosi bomb and says, well, I'm going to be in leadership in January, so we're not not going to lose the House. That I can promise you or something to that effect. You'll know then that the fix is in and that they attempt, they're going to attempt to steal. Because she'll tell you, Pelosi projects. She she hardly ever lies unless she's asked about a matter of Catholic faith. And then she's one of the world's greatest liars and history's greatest heretics. 